Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. Independence Day celebration in Bartholomew County, Indiana, apparently got excessive and went on until sometime late Sunday. So much so that officers say over the course of the period, they saw two cases of battery on a public safety official, including this Sunday incident near Columbus. Officers were dispatched to a home on Huffer Road about 6 p.m. and arrived to find 55-year-old Kim Swindell in an apparent state of intoxication. And then... Deputies said they also found the woman to be in possession of a controlled substance. The indication that she was going to be arrested apparently angered Swindell, and her response was simple and to the point. Strip out of her wet bathing suit and get naked. And then, (laughs) she tossed part of that wet bathing suit in the direction of police, striking one of the officers in the face. (laughs) I've never been arrested, Cliff. Yeah. But if I ever am, that is not the first thing that's going to come to my mind. Strip out of strip out and get naked. Yes, uh, just I'm embarrassed enough that I'm arrested. Yeah. I don't want to go the uh, the extra mile. The, so say. the full, you know, Monty. Well, yeah. I, was, I wasn't going there, but if you did, I mean, that's what it is. Well, I guess so. I guess so. Well, welcome to the Morning Road Show. And yeah, my name is Weed, and I'm here to prove yeah. that not all of this week's bull is in the streets of Pamplona, Spain. <laughs> You're going to hear plenty of it uh-huh. right here on this program if you'll hang with us. <laughs> that uh, a promise? That uh, seems to be the routine, yeah. <laughs> if you hate long, strenuous exercise routines, <laughs> I've got good news for you Uh-oh. this morning. Uh-oh, what? That's right. According to the newest study, yeah. short exercise spurts are very beneficial to your health and for your health. Well, they are. Just like long exercise cycles. (laughs) Now, Cliff, my personal experience of an exercise spurt was when I threw up once while jogging. (laughs) That's as close as I've got to an exercise spurt. spurt. Yes, right Right. there. It was nasty. You may have seen news reports in recent days about a girl in Texas who had someone record video of her cracking the top of a Bluebell ice cream container, licking the goodness underneath, then restoring the lid and putting it back in the store freezer for an unsuspecting customer. That, of course, has spawned numerous copycat idiots, and one woman in Florida who just merely said, amateur. And if you think what happened in the grocery store in Texas was gross, what the woman in Indian Shores, Florida, did in the Lulu's ice cream shop certainly has the approval of the Morning Roadshow Department of Just in Time for Breakfast! Surveillance cameras captured Young Soon Whipcha entering the store on five separate occasions and using the bathroom but not closing the door. Oh, it goes downhill from there, as the same cameras also got her going to the bathroom in a bucket used to churn ice cream, then dumping it into a sink marked rinse, and it immediately became apparent that no rinsing occurred. (laughs) And then, as if making a grand finale, Whipcha went to the freezer where the ice cream was kept, cracked open a container, and stuck her fingers in, immediately after picking her nose and pulling out a winner. The apparently disgruntled former employee now faces multiple charges. Disgruntled, yeah. (laughs) 
Big green one right there. Uh, in your you, ice you don't have to describe. <laughs> I, please don't. In a certain sense of the way, Cliff. Yes. I'm glad you brought up this whole ice cream thing that's been going on around yeah. the country. Yeah. My, it's it, it happened like in Lufkin, Texas. And then it's kind of just spread and gone viral. And now you're like, what, what can you buy? That's, what have people done, done stupid things to? Yes, and that's why I want to say this right now. I wish our okay. signal reached all over the United States. Well, we're not we're I not wish that it good. did, though. <laughs> I know, but I wish it did because okay. I'm begging you, please, yeah. Yeah. leave the ice cream alone. Yeah. There's already reports of stores... Mm-hmm. Locking their ice cream freezers up so I can't get into it. Yes. And you have to ask management to go get you, to get you an ice cream. ice cream. Right. And if this continues, yep. they're going to have some kind of a lid, tamper-proof, child-proof lid, yep. that's going to be stuck on all the ice cream. I have enough trouble getting the bottle of aspirin <laughs> open. It's got yeah, a little bitty top. Yeah. And I struggle with that. <laughs> and I'm telling you, Cliff, if they put it on an ice cream, yeah. like when I buy it, I I go gallons or I don't go. Well, I mean, yeah, you you have to go big or go home. That's right. Well, you're absolutely right. And whatever they come up with, yeah. I will basically just have to stab the container That's until right. I get it open. <laughs> and I don't want to be the Jack Ripper of ice cream. I don't want to be at my house <laughs> pounding on my ice cream yeah. with a knife. So please... <laughs> Quit licking the ice cream. I never thought I'd have to say that in my life. Stop licking the ice cream until you purchase it. But I'm really glad, Cliff, yeah. in a kind of a perverse way that you mentioned, <laughs> that you mentioned. Don't, you should not use the word perverse well, next to mine. I'm okay. just going to throw that out All right. there. Please do not do that ever again. I'm glad that you mentioned this in kind of an awkward kind of way. How's okay. that? Okay. You mentioned that we're not good enough to be heard all over the country. Well, yeah. I mean... And there are people that are. <laughs> there are people who are heard all over... I mean, there are people who, um, you know, people pay lots of money every year, over $100 a year Yeah. to, to listen to Yes. nationwide. And you're right. We're not that good by no means. No. I mean, I'm never going to be listed. I know that. Yeah. Never be listed in the who's who of radio. Right. But I will say this, Cliff. Yeah. There is a small section that I'm entered in. Yeah. It's on the why oh why edition. <laughs> That's right. Why in the hell are you here? Yes. <laughs> That's my section. The why oh why yeah. are you here? I forgot to mention yesterday, Cliff, but it was Cow Appreciation Day yesterday. It was? Yes. I had no idea it was Cow Appreciation I knew it and I forgot about it. And that brings up, well, somebody had to be the first. In honor of Cow Appreciation Day yesterday, yeah. I got to thinking, sometime at some point in history, some human being was the very first person that ever saw a cow. And I got to wondering, yeah. what would they be thinking the first mm -hmm. time they saw a cow? And I think I've got it, Cliff, although okay. I'll never know if I'm right. What, 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 what do you believe that they thought? I think they looked at this cow and went, gee, yeah. that horse has swallowed a set of bagpipes and they're about to come out of it. <laughs> Today's the phrase that pays. Oh, I completely forgot. It's hard to remember. It's hard to remember what happens on Wednesday. Yes. Now, we'll ask you yeah. around 8-11 this morning to call us at 812-386-1250. Give us that phrase. It can be anything you want. Yes. As long as it's family friendly. That's Let's right. not get crazy Let's, here. Well, you know, it does have to pass the sniff test, you might say. That's right. And so if it's not good enough, I have a phrase right here ready to go. 
Yes, and if you heard the 7 o'clock news, yep. you kind of know where he's leaning. Someone put a booger in some ice cream. See, let's not do that. <laughs> let's come up with something nice, short, sweet, easy to remember. Weed police in Shawnee, Oklahoma, say this man could get 18 years in prison if found guilty of a brutal attack in late June. The victim, now recovering at home after spending a good time in the hospital, wasn't the only person, though, to get hit. Police say 29-year-old Brandon Killian, during questioning, claimed self-defense, saying he was struck on the side of the face. In fact, he pointed to the location next to his eye where he had received his injuries. The detective, talking to the man, stepped out of the room to get a camera to take evidentiary photos of that bruising, which apparently Killian didn't think was bad enough because while alone, the man punched himself multiple times in the face, not realizing, of course, that his every move was being captured on surveillance video. Among the charges Killian now faces, preparing false evidence, which is the legal term for being a dumb criminal and punching yourself in the face. I don't know how you could do that. I don't know, but... I don't see how your mind would say, go ahead. Punch yourself in the Punch face. Punch yourself. I don't see how your brain can sort that out. Yeah, well, your brain's different than his, clearly. That's not the first time I've ever heard that, either. Hi, who's this? Uh, my name's Jesse. Jesse, what kind of a phrase do you have for us today? Uh, I have a whole other Did you write it down, Jesse? Yeah, yes, yes, I got oh, it. Oh, okay. he wrote it down. Okay. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Herford or Angus, it doesn't matter. If there's a steak on my plate, I'm a lucky man. Yes. Now, Jesse, was that inspired by Montgomery Gentry by any chance? It was. All right. Well, congratulations to you. You win absolutely nothing, but we are going to oh. use your phrase on Friday, okay? Uh, all right. Thank you, guys. I love listening to you. Well, we love that you're listening, and thank you very much, Jesse. Now, have you ever been to the Opry? I have not. Have you ever tried to win the Opry tickets on Friday? Uh, I have not, but I'll have to... I'll have to pay attention this Friday. Please do. We'll do yes. it. We'll do it, and hopefully we'll talk to you again, Jesse, okay? All right. Thank you. You Thank guys have a great day. Love listening to you guys. Thank you. Bye, Jesse. What a nice man. Yeah, that was real nice. And possibly one of the smartest, most intelligent listeners we've ever had on this yes. program, Cliff. You're absolutely right. Obviously. When in our studio this morning, we have John Fites and Lee Ben Hack from the uh, Gibson County Fair. We've also got Jason Stills, and Jason is the promoter of tonight's action in front of the grandstand we're going to start off with John Fights. John, now I know, John, that uh, one of your main jobs out there, along with the other stuff you do, is to make sure the animals are okay in the pavilion and all of that. It's going to be a hot one today, but you're there to make sure everything works nice and smooth and nothing happens, right? Yes, we we pay a lot of attention, and, and the exhibitors do. These kids are sharp. They can read their animals, and they know when they're getting to the point where they might be in trouble and we need to do some things to cool them down. And we've got plenty of fans and plenty of water and... And we'll do a good job making sure that they all stay healthy and, and cool and in good shape. Can you tell by just looking at some animals that they're in trouble? You can, absolutely. It's kind of like looking at people that are overheating a little bit hot. I mean, a lot of them will be sweating or panting, um, things like that. And most of our farm animals typically don't pant. So when you start to see things like that, heavy breathing, they get to acting just not themselves. Um, I'm trained to tell about dehydration in animals, which is probably the biggest thing in hot weather like this is that. So I never do that. So a pig and a cow, if they're panting, they're, they're way hot. too hot. Yeah, that's not good. They normally never <laughs> do that. No, dogs dogs are panters, not, not, not livestock. So. Dogs are panters. So how about a chicken? Uh, they do too when they're hot. So how do you cool your chicken off? Um... <laughs> 
<laughs> I can tell you how not to cool your chicken. Well, uh, <coughs> misting fine water actually, and and uh-huh. fans will make a make a big difference. If you really get into a severe um, overheating situation, alcohol works even better, as in rubbing alcohol. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> rubbing alcohol because it evaporates quicker and actually pulls the heat away faster than even water does. Actually works on humans too, doesn't it? Yes. Very good. But not in your belly. Well, Alcohol no. there does not help cool you down. Not at all. <laughs> Bring in Jason Stills. And Jason, you are the promoter for tonight's event, right? Yes, sir. And yep. the name of your uh, company is what? Uh, it's uh, 375 Promotions. All right. Now, have you designed numerous courses before in your career? Yeah, quite a few. Uh, I've put on some um, for the Labor Day Association, uh, some of the fairs in Kentucky, and some in Indiana also. And to be a pro bike class, what does that actually mean? You know, it's it's you start off in the, like the beginner level. Uh, then they've got the C-class rider, which is kind of like a, a novice-type rider. Then you go into what they call a B-class rider, which is kind of your intermediate rider. And then they go into the A slash pro class. You know, your local pros, let's just say, or you're not a a Ricky Carmichael or a, um, you know, Eli Tomac style rider. But, I mean, the the local talent here is good. Uh, There's a lot of fast local guys. Uh, Had a lot of calls from... Indiana, Illinois, Tennessee. Uh, we do have one guy confirmed. He's actually an AMA pro writer. Uh, his name is Benny Blos. Uh, he is coming, and um, he should put on a pretty good show. Will he like race against everybody else and kind of blow them away, or will people be competitive? <laughs> well, I, I would hope not. I would hope somebody would give him a little little run. Uh, you know, you never can. You don't know what to expect at a at a local track because there's not a whole lot of separation. You know, everybody's doing the same thing, but, uh, you know, I, I would look for him to win, but, uh, you know, you never can tell, you know, somebody may pull a rabbit out of their hat and, uh, you know, give him a run for his money. So let me make sure I got this straight, Jason. If somebody's listening right now to the radio and they're like, you know, I've got a bike. I'd like to try that. I've never done it before. Is that yeah. okay to show up tonight? Yes. Uh, all we, uh, require is, uh, we need, you know, helmet, you know, head protection, goggles, gloves, and, uh, we, we prefer boots. Physically demanding sport, or you just hang on and accelerate. You know that the <laughs> perception of that is, uh, you know, yeah, you give us some gas and go, and it looks easy yeah, on TV just, and this and that. But yeah. um, it has been quoted as one of the most physically demanding sports, uh, you know, that's out there. Uh, it works your whole body. Any kind of bike eligible to run on one of these? Can you bring a Harley if you wanted to? I guess so. You know, if somebody wanted to take that pounding, you know, with no no suspension travel at all, yeah, I mean, I guess I wouldn't be opposed to seeing that. I wouldn't want to see it. Maybe I would. I don't know. <laughs> so there is no requirements of motorcycles. You know, that that's a good question, but... Um, you know, I, I've seen stranger things happen, but I, I hope for the rider's sake no one shows up on a Harley. I mean, could somebody show up with a bike and you would say, look, I don't think this is a smart idea to do? Yeah, uh, I've seen that a few times, you know. Um, well, yeah. Cliff, do you have anything yeah. you want to add? Well, you know, the inquiring mind of the news department wants to know why the Princeton Fire Territory was called to respond to an incident at the Gibson County Fair last night. Is that true? Apparently, yesterday's fair turned into a dumpster fire. You had a dumpster on fire. <laughs> we had a dumpster smoking anyway. Uh, the uh, yeah, the the animal waste dumpster was 
was smoldering. So There's the, some conflicting theories as to what caused that, but uh, I'm going to go with poop. Yeah, yeah, the composting <laughs> process could have something to do with it. So uh, the, the poop dumpster at the Gibson County Fair caught on fire. Yes. Okay. So is this an odd thing to happen at the fair? Uh, this is a first. I don't ever remember the dumpster catching on fire before. And you've been there for how many years? Well, I'm 41 years old, so somewhere around 41 years. 41 years. Yeah. That's the first time you've seen it. First time I've ever seen that But one. everything was okay. Oh, right? yeah, yeah. Nothing was, it was never flaming up or anybody in Nobody any danger. Nobody was in danger or anything yeah, like that. not at all, so. It was just smelly. Yeah, and smoky. And, and, and smoky. smoky. Yeah. yeah. And, and it was on fire. Yes. The poop was on fire. But it didn't hit the fan. <laughs> <laughs> Let's turn to Jason Stills right now. Jason, is there anything that you want uh, our writers tonight to know about? We're going to keep the fire on the track and out of the dumpster. That's right. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. you keep the fire on the track. Yes. That's very good. And the, well, let's keep the fire on the track. How's yeah. that? And the poop in the dumpster. There you go. <laughs> Where did you live by, Jason? I don't know if you saw this, Cliff, but on yeah. a beach in Italy, yeah. an Olympic swimmer actually saved a man from drowning by going out and rescuing the man who was in trouble. That's really? pretty, uh, he was an Olympic swimmer. Yes, former Olympic swimmer. He performed <laughs> chest compressions. I'm thinking, I'm not sure, but I think he did it by uh, hitting the guy in the chest with some of the medals that he won from the <laughs> former Olympic game. Cliff, yes? it's time for Take It to the Bank. I'm okay. excited about this one. All right, do Now, it. I asked you earlier, yeah. how many national championships do you think the uh, college football team that has the most, and, what number that would be? And my answer was 12. And the team you would guesstimate that has 12 would be would have been say like alabama that would be excellent guesses but unfortunately not correct oh okay i know that in world series victories yeah the new york yankees have 27 far surpassing anyone else right in college football yeah the number is 28 national championships okay and the team yes Princeton. <laughs> Princeton? Yes. Really? Now, they were winning most of these titles. Yes. Back in the late 1800s. Right. Yeah. Before most schools were even competing. <laughs> True. So there's a little caveat there, but they do have the record. 28 national championships. Okay. Probably yeah. never be caught. Although if Nick Saban lives long enough, <laughs> they've got a shot at it. Cliff, anything said today? Yes, absolutely. Let's start with a, an honorable mention. All right. I wasn't going to go the full Monty. <laughs> I don't but know if that's d- honorable or not. <laughs> well, we did it anyway, though, yes. didn't we? Yes, we did. Number three, the poop dumpster caught on fire. Thanks to the folks from the Gibson County Fair for letting us in on that. Number two, someone put a booger in the ice cream. Thanks to me for that one. <laughs> Mercy. <laughs> And the number one morning roadshow phrase for today, how do you cool your chicken off? <laughs> it's a legitimate question no, at it the absolutely Gibson County was. Fair. Right, because it's so hot out there and, you know, you got to keep your chicken cool. If there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.